Hi, I'm Eric, also known as v 47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and the Starfleet Escape Podcast. You're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. It's Morphin Time! Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. I'm sorry, AP. <laughs> We've been, uh, we, we've been like hanging out and I've been doing show notes and I'm like, Zach, do a check on the DM. Cause I'm, I'm in the notes right now. And meanwhile, the f- zoom meeting is saying AP is waiting in the chat. And so I feel like an asshole. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> it's so funny. Cause I, in, in the DMS, Eric, I posted getting closer question mark. And she posted the gif of Eric. Andre, let me in. Let me in. <laughs> Oh my god! I just started dying laughing. <laughs> it would be even better if it was like one of those like bootleg um backing tracks, like not the official video, but like like a cover, like a like a bad cover. Oh, so you mean like a Pelikay cover? <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Snap. Oh, I mean, man. we could. <laughs> I, I mean, not wrong. You're not wrong. Should we? <laughs> I think I might. I think I have to now. Okay, no. Okay. Mind. okay. <laughs> All right. Are we ready? Are we ready? Okay. Cut that. Cut that. Cut. Cut that. Cut that. And now on Ranger Command Power Hour. Ay 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 ay! It's the Ranger Command Power Hour. Today on the Power Hour, episode 201, Rangers Stronger Than Before, recorded on August 13th, 2022. Welcome back to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Summer Ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as TrekkieB47. I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. And I'm Zach, also known as Hollywood, and I just want to have fun. I do want to have fun. This episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Charles D, Chris P, Steve F, AJW, Jacob P, Steve M, Tyler B, Tyler W, Leland D, Charlie N, Craig M, Liz M, Mason M, Kevin R, Steve R, Hassan A, Josh P, Derek G, and Teresa B for supporting us this month. Remember, you can go to linktr.ee slash rangercommandph for all of the links on our link tree, as well as our Amazon affiliate link at amazon.com slash shop slash rangercommandph. And like riding a bicycle, you never forget how to (laughs) ride it. So I don't know what I'm talking about, but it's good to be back on the podcast. Yeah, Yeah, it is. We're back. Episode 201, and it has been a little over a couple months. It's been uh, two and a half months, and probably by the time it releases, closer to three months since we released our last episode. And if you listen to episode 200, if you are in our live stream, again, thank you. Thank you for sticking around we're back like i said things are going to be a little bit more sporadic gonna try to aim at least for one or two episodes a month which i mean is kind of like our normal schedule anyway but i I know there was months or um you know we pushed to like three or four episodes a couple things probably later this month for our extra episode i'm 
working on getting an interview with Melissa Flores, who was part of Saban Brands back in the day, as well as Hasbro. And she went through the ranks of Saban and got to executive produce Beast Morphers. And she was the editor for all of the comics until she was let go by Hasbro. And more recently, she's been helping to write for uh, Kyle Higgins' Massive Verse for Image Comics. And she debuted her comic called The Dead Lucky. And she wrote a few uh, short stories in the pages behind Radiant Black. Well, it was announced at San Diego Comic-Con, and this is one of the uh, news things that we'll talk about. She is now the new writer for Power Ranger Comics, starting with the merged titles. So Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers are merging back uh, to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That's why they did the legacy numbering for variants all throughout the splits run. So uh, that's what the big Charge to 100 event is about. Uh, so Ryan Parrott is writing the oversized issue for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 100 and with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 101, Melissa Flores will be uh, taking over as writer and they tease some of that at San Diego Comic-Con. So all that to say, I am in talks with her to set up a time for us to interview her. So I want to get that out this month in August. And then obviously once Mighty Morphin 100 drops, uh, which is Ryan Parrott's last issue until he comes back for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. So the second graphic novel miniseries that he'll be doing after that, he'll be done with Power Rangers, but Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 100 is his last issue. And I, I do also want to get uh, Matt Groom. So I talked to all of them actually in person uh, because they were also at C2E2 here in Chicago last weekend uh, at the time that we record this. So we'll probably have a series of interviews after this episode just to kind of fill in the gaps. And as I kind of organize and get situated back to more regular content, but that was just a whole mouthful to say that we're back. Yeah. So Eric, in honor of our return, AP and I decided to make you a little gift. She wrote it and I did the vocals. Oh, oh no. AP, cue it up. Eric, we worked really hard on this. I trust neither of you right now, but uh, okay, go ahead, play it. All right. Ranger Command. 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 Oh, f- you guys. <laughs> <laughs> AP, I like I like your fake typing. You're just like <laughs> Yeah. 
I had to do something. I gotta hack into the database and go through the back network proxy and connect to the IP GUI. I just started like slamming my hands. <laughs> I know exactly what you did because that's exactly what it sounded like. <laughs> That was oh any hacking God. scene on a CSI show. I couldn't actually type because then, like, it would start actually typing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> In the show notes, you just see, like, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Which you could have done and would have been hilarious. But um. <laughs> So, speaking of comics news, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers issue 100 is going to be pretty much a really big deal. This is what they've been promoting for the charge to 100 event. And what's going to be special about this issue, it will be ran by Ryan Parrott, but not only are Marco Renna and Moises Hildago, they've done uh, the current runs of, of Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers. Also, there are going to be all the other major comic book artists coming back for this issue. So the summary is news of a deathly threat reaches the team, one that threatens every ranger and everyone else on the entire planet. As the climatic battle against unspeakable enemies unfolds, the lines between friend and foe blur and difficult decisions await even the strongest of rangers. Now, what's cool about this is there are going to be several artists returning for this six all-star artists are going to return so it's going to be daniele di niculo he did all of the art for shattered grid so that was issue 20 of mighty morphin power rangers he did mighty morphin power rangers 25 through 30 and he also did uh necessary evil uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 40 through 50, and he also drew Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Pink miniseries. So he's coming back. And if you click on our show notes, if you go to this news article, um, there's actual like concept art from all of these artists. It's awesome. Boom Studios does not often release these character designs unless they're in the back of like a graphic novel collection. So um, very cool artwork. So he's one, the first artist returning. Second is Francesco Mortarino, who did Go Go Power Rangers Forever Rangers. And he drew Go Go Power Rangers 21 through 24, 26 through 27, 29 through 32, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 33 and 34, and most recently Power Rangers 1 through 16 for the Unlimited Power and Altarian War events. So he's got a ton of concept artwork for each of the Rangers. And then in a surprise, because this person's usually a cover artist, Miguel Mercado, he's got this like more painterly style, but he's actually going to be a special guest artist doing interiors for the comic, which I'm very excited for. Also returning is Eleonora Carlini. She was the featured artist on Go-Go Power Rangers through issues 13 through 20 and Go-Go Power Rangers Forever Rangers. She's also the legacy cover artist for the Mighty Morphin series. So all the legacy covers for Mighty Morphin have been her artwork. Very excited for her to return. And then Dan Mora, who needs no introduction, um, but he's been the main 
Power Rangers designer since 2020. So all of the new concepts for Rangers and villains, he has been the concept uh, designer for that. He also is the co-creator of the Ranger Slayer with Ryan Parrott. And he was the main series artist on GoGo Power Rangers 1 through 12, Power Rangers Ranger Slayer number one special issue and Mighty Morphin issue 10, which featured the origin story of Lord Zed. So Dan Mora is like huge in comics right now. He's done a ton of work for DC. I think a few Batman runs. Everyone loves Dan Mora's art. I think it's really awesome. I actually have one of his uh, sketchbooks uh, from a few years ago. Like he was selling at conventions, you know, artists do like these uh, sketchbooks where they have all their concept art and, and all of that. And then uh, he did like a little sketch because when he was selling these on through Instagram or whatever, he offered to do like sketches for people. So uh, he did like a blue Ranger on mine, which was awesome. And then the final artist returning is the original main series artist for the launch of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Hendry Prasetya, who did Mighty Morphin Power Rangers zero through four, six through nine, 11 through 14 and 16 through 19. So the original comic artist is returning. And when I did speak to, to Ryan Parrott, he said, there's a cool reason why there's six different artists. Like it's an actual story reason. Oh, that's cool. So I don't know if we're shifting realities or if something happens and it, it, it acknowledges the different art styles. I have no idea, but it's really cool to see these long-standing artists for this entire series come back and maybe get to flex their muscles one last time. It's very cool. Yeah, I'm looking at the covers uh, in the article that we posted. And of course, you have the the main cover art by Dan Mora, which looks fantastic. Again, like you said, his art is just. It's my lock nice. screen on my phone. Yeah, right now. That's, and it, it, as well, it should be. It's it's beautiful. I also kind of dig the painted style of uh, the Mike Del Mundo uh, yes. cover. Uh, yeah. Very. It looks like a painting straight out of the nineties. I just way. noticed yeah, I that, that the clouds have one hundred. Yeah, yeah. I, I just that noticed that. It's so cool. <laughs> um, but the, the the cover I do want to talk about is the variant by uh, Miguel Mercado because yeah, that that art style is just fantastic. And that's the special wraparound with yeah. Mighty Morphin and the Omega Rangers. That is such a cool wraparound cover and. And then um, obviously the Death Ranger going on here, the, the yeah. skull with the Omega Red. He has such a cool design that like, yeah. man, I know I haven't been keeping up with comics, but this stuff makes me want to like go back and catch up just because it looks so cool. 100%. But <laughs> also Power Rangers 100 will contain uh, one of 10 random collectible trading cards, as well as an exclusive print by Dan Mora poster for that cover art. Ooh. So it's, it's like a fold out poster, I believe. So the trading cards that they're including are actually previous variant covers. So they did a variant series in the comics for mighty Morphin. I think it was the final run before they split the books and they did these amazing trading card style where uh, the front of the cover looked like a trading card and the back cover was like all their stats and stuff. Oh, so yeah. they basically took those variant covers from past issues and made them actual trading cards 
for 100. So I'm really glad because I actually have all these variants. So I don't have to like hunt all these training cards. <laughs> so I'm, I'm very excited for that. But um, these are done by illustrator Chris Anka with graphic design by Dylan Todd. And so they've got like Red Ranger, Pink Ranger, Yellow Ranger, Blue Ranger, Black Ranger, Green Ranger, uh, Reader Repulsa, Ranger Slayer, Lord Zed, and Lord Draken. And like I said, the exclusive print art uh, is that main cover uh, by Dan Mora, which looks fantastic. Not only with the Omega Rangers, not only with uh, the Mighty Morphin team, but you also have Zane and Andros who have been key in the Power Rangers series for the last four or five issues. Yeah. So really cool. I may even just pick up issue 100 just to get that print. I believe all of issue 100 will be, they'll be polybagged. So yeah. that's to prevent the trading card from being stolen. And it'll also contain the print. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for this issue and that comes out uh, next month in September. Yep. September 28th, which good gives me some time to, to breathe for my wallet a bit. <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm glad the book is, is merging. That was something that we speculated with uh, the guys I reviewed comics for on the podcast. Um, so we were all kind of speculating that the books would merge again. And that's what charge to 100 is all about. So glad to see that it's coming back to, to one title back to its roots uh, I definitely think that will help sales for the comic and it helps my wallet because there's not as many variants. Like, I don't have to buy two sets of variants every yeah. month. So I'm, I'm really happy with this. I'm going to make sure I pre-order that through my uh, local comic shop system so that they have a copy held for me day of release. I do believe that the FOC is, is coming up soon. I would let them know. Yep. That's definitely the plan. And then also coming in September, as if my wallet, like, like it's like Boom said, oh, you think going back to one title that that's it? No, because there's a special Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Megazord pack, which goes on sale September 21st. It's a set of five covers, so they're reprints, but all the covers are done by cover artist uh, Kayla Valerio. And these are milestone issues. So it's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number one, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number nine, which is the first appearance of Lord Draken, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 25, which was the start of Shattered Grid, Go-Go Power Rangers number one, obviously the first issue, and then Go-Go Power Rangers number eight, which is the first appearance of Ranger Slayer. So... All of these milestone issues are getting a reprint in this new cover theme. So the iconic moments from each of those issues are being drawn by Kayla Valerio. And it's a consistent style. I think they look great. And it's going to be a $40 uh, set for these five. So when, And when they say Megazord Pack 1, I'm like, great, they're going to do more of these, aren't they? <laughs> So I'm just, I'm waiting for my wallet to get destroyed by these. So that is pretty much it for the comics. The only other thing are the solicitations for October. I know we're kind of skipping ahead a bit, but again, this is for Power Ranger, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers issue 101, which is on sale October 26th. Again, that is the start of Melissa Flores' run. 
and the new artist, Simona di Gianfelice. I don't know what it is about Italian artists, but Boom loves their Italian artists, but for good reason, because they all kick ass. <laughs> like these artists are all amazing. I've seen some of her artwork on her Instagram and it's, it's just incredible. So yeah, you can check out all of the covers for all of these issues at Ranger Command. Also in October, they're going to sell a new Mighty Morphin Power Rangers short box, which can hold up to 175 bagged and board comics. And this features the artwork by Goni Montez. A new short box. I have the first short box that they did. I have a couple of those. Uh, for my Power Rangers collection. Uh, so I'm definitely going to be picking up some of these. They're really cool. Yeah, I need to I need to get caught up still, especially now that Melissa Flores is writing some. Not that anybody else was bad, but this is like I'm finding myself in the whole situation I found myself in when I finally decided I wanted to watch Doctor Who and then had to catch up on 12 seasons in like <laughs> five months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But here's the good thing. So I think that you can start with Melissa Flores's run. It's one of those okay. chances where the story, I think, will reset a little bit. Okay. Because since they teased it at San Diego Comic-Con, so there right. the story is going off on its own. It's like a soft reset, sort of. It's or... a, Yes, it's a soft reset. Okay. Because they're bringing back Rita... But she's not called Rita Repulsa. She's called Mistress Vile. Oh, okay. So instead yeah. of Master Vile, it's now Mistress Vile, and she's got a completely Ooh. new redesign. So I know it. we're 100 issues in, but I think 101 with Melissa Flores is a great point for anyone to start picking up the comics again. I'll have to do that because the last one, so I don't know which one counts, but... So I think the last one I technically read was um, Soul of the Dragon. Sure. And then the last one I technically read before that was Pink. Yeah. And so I'm like really far behind, but. No one holds it against you. And, th and that goes for anyone who feels like they're behind on the comics. I know Josh living Ranger Key, he's always joking about being like a year or two behind on, on the comics. It's not that I didn't want to read them. I just right. got like sidetracked by about like 10 million other things. Mm -hmm. Oh, trust that. me. I'm, I'm behind on a lot of the comics that I collect aside from the massive stuff, which I try to read as soon as I get it. Like if I didn't get advanced press copies from boom digitally, you know, I might be behind on power Rangers, but you know, I get them in advance. I'm able to read them on my computer really quick, mm -hmm. which is crazy. Cause I can't talk about it. Like as soon as I read it with yeah. anyone else, I'm lucky that my local library system, they actually have a lot of the power Rangers comics available mm. physically and digitally. So I've been kind of earmarking or bookmarking a lot of these and I'm going to go and just read them all so while we were sitting here i went into my pull box and pre-ordered the variant for issue 100 that i was eyeing and issue 101 so nice. uh pre-ordered comics go yeah back in the, back in the saddle baby <laughs> <laughs> one thing i will say because when i was browsing uh previews world which is um the the comic previews online where they put all these uh issues 
I found out when doing a search for Power Rangers, Boom Studios is actually reprinting the soft cover volumes of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Volume 1, like all the way back from the beginning, like these graphic soft cover graphic novels, which some of them have been out of print for years. Like the trade paperback? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So they are doing reprints starting in October. I think it's either October or towards the end of the year. They're doing reprints of the trade paperback uh, volumes for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, I'll nice. definitely have to um, yeah. get caught up then. I've got no excuses now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the website that my, my store uses is Previews World, yep. the pull box feature to pre-order so that they have them, you know, day of. I just walk in the shop and say, my pulls, please, and hand them my money and walk out with new comics. Exactly. All right. We're going to move away from comics a bit. We're going to talk about toys. So... In our last episode, episode 200, two months ago, that's when we found that the selfie series had leaked. I remember the fandom was like freaking out because for some reason, Hasbro put up a demo site of Hasbro Pulse and it essentially leaked this announcement of the selfie series. <laughs> but I think right before San Diego Comic-Con or during it, because I know they showed them off at San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, they did put out this press release. So this is a new personalization platform with the Hasbro selfie series. So this fall, you can use the Hasbro Pulse mobile app to basically scan your face. And then from everything that I've seen video wise, it's actually like when you create a character in a video game, you can select a predetermined hairstyle you can select facial hair and you can customize like skin tone and, and all of that. But for glasses wearers, and this is where it kind of pulled me out. Um, there is no eyeglasses feature on yeah, this. Yeah, That's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I saw that and that was kind of a deal breaker for me as well. It's like, really, you know, so much of the population, especially in geek culture, yeah. wear glasses and you don't have a glasses option. That's, now I'm hoping that they do it in the future. I hope they get enough demand where people are like, Hey, what's the deal where they can do it. But there was a video floating out there from norm from, uh, Adam Savage's tested, and he's got a thumbnail with his character wearing glasses, but it's, that's misleading because he actually 3d printed his own glasses Mm -hmm. to put on his action figure so the the thumbnail is kind of misleading even though it's talking about selfie series but it's a cool video regardless you get to see the whole process from start to finish in our article we actually have a video from form labs which talks about the technology about this and how it all comes together like super cool technology like it's really awesome but not only is it Power Rangers, because you can be Mighty Morphin Red or Mighty Morphin Pink, but one thing that was found out at San Diego Comic-Con, so if you order a Power Rangers figure, that head is swappable. So they're not restricting it. So you can order a Power Rangers one and literally pop off the head and put it on any other one of your Power Rangers in the Lightning Collection. Incoming photo dump of Eric as Shadow Ranger. Pretty much. Even though I, I already did that because there was a Tony Stark, like a cosmic Tony Stark Marvel Legends 
which had like a Tony Stark, you know, goatee, but it was more like a full on beard and hair, which I did use as like, quote unquote, me. But now (laughs) I can actually have me. Yeah. Well, if they had glasses, but um, so I'm, I'm hoping that once this takes off, they're able to refine the process and add that as an accessory. But until they do, I think I'm going to pass on this. I believe the cost is around 60 bucks for this. So definitely something you have to consider, but I've seen some of these scans and they look really good. I think. Yeah. Or like the first person to start 3d printing a whole bunch of glasses for people right. like they're gonna they're gonna make some bank <laughs> yeah for real if you have a 3d printer and you can print glasses for these figures and you charge you know a couple bucks a pop you're yeah just, yeah, a, you're just to mail them out to people then yeah. like you're <laughs> exactly because i was because you know when these leaked and we saw the on the website and it's like you know you do these different franchises and AP excitedly showed me the Ghostbusters one, and I was like, "Yeah, it's GI Joe Go Ghostbusters." I almost said Go Busters. GI <laughs> Joe Ghostbusters, Power Rangers, Marvel, and Star Wars. So yeah. they've covered every fandom that Hasbro touches right now, except Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, no Fortnite characters of yourself, but I, I was legitimately considering like the Ghostbusters one because don't get me wrong, Power Rangers. I love Power Rangers, but Ghostbusters is my first fandom. If you got the Ghostbusters one, do you think the head would be swappable with a Power Rangers figure? No, it would only be swappable within that series line because they okay. I, Marvel Legends and Power Rangers kind of use the same ball joint, but I know mm-hmm. Star Wars doesn't. Well, here's the thing. Okay. I, I think they would be because I have definitely seen pictures of like the Red Ranger helmet on a Ghostbuster body. Okay. Well, your your mileage may vary. Yeah, like it would be a lot of trial and error, I think. But I mean, or you could just could... do both and kind of give them different um, facial expressions for each scan, and then have two heads of yourself. See, I don't trust it to do smiles because all the it lightning collect they look creepy. Yeah. So I'm just gonna do like if I'm doing mine, I'm gonna do like a smirk or something. I'm yeah. not gonna do like full showing full teeth. Yeah, that's a safe bet. So, Zach, if there was a glasses option, would you do just straight up Ghostbusters or or the Power Rangers option? That's so hard. I mean, I would probably go Ghostbuster. Because I don't know if the Ghostbuster, like, I don't know if you have any of the Ghostbuster figures. I, I do. I have the entire, well, almost the entire first wave. But Can their heads pop off? They're all in box. I haven't taken them out. Okay, off. okay. I'm that collector where I'm like, it's so pretty. <laughs> I don't want to take it out of the packaging. Okay. Um, I mean, if they swap heads, I mean, it's it's a moot I point. I swear could... I've seen, like, I'm going to Google it real quick and see. No, it's just taking me to the selfie scene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I swear I must have seen it on, like, uh, 4chan ages ago or something. I swear like, I saw it on, like, Twitter or something. Someone swapping the heads and making, like, a joke or something. But here's the thing. If it's not possible, then... Eh, so be it because i mean i don't really have the body type of any power ranger anyway at least as a ghostbuster i wouldn't look so out of place because they're they're schlubby ghostbusters it's fine um (laughs) but if i if i if i was able to swap it then great it it, it, i I would pop it on the head of uh of ninja ninja billy because the ninjetti powers are my favorite yeah that'd be so cool man if they did glasses i would just i i'd be fine i'd be fine 
Yeah. But yeah, I just, I can't do it. But yeah, speaking of, of packaging, Hasbro is fully committed to plastic-free packaging going forward. And they've already started this for several lines. They've started it for like Marvel Legends and Star Wars. But for Power Ranger fans, we're going to hear something probably in the next few weeks. Like this, when we got the news article, it was already July 21st. Um, so it's already been like three weeks already, but I think pretty soon we'll, we'll find out whenever they announce the next wave, probably sometime this month for, for power week, which we'll Mm. get to, but Hasbro put this letter out to different uh, fan sites that was announced like for uh, San Diego comic-con. And they said, they're going to have eliminate virtually all plastic from new single use product packaging by the end of this year, 2022 company is currently on track to meet its industry leading goal, reducing the use of virgin plastic by an estimated 19.5 million pounds annually. That's wow. That is a ton. Is that so they could in turn destroy the environment by making some more NFTs? Uh, Hey, Okay. Uh, 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 well, probably them and Funko. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. On our site, they have oh. examples of the packaging of how it will look for Marvel Legends, GI Joe, X Men, and Star Wars. Again, uh, the Power Ranger examples will probably re- be revealed PulseCon or maybe sometime in the next couple weeks for for Power Week. So. Just be on the lookout for that. I think the plastic-free packaging looks nice, though. Yeah, I've yeah. got yeah. um, I bought one Mighty Thor uh, figure from the Love and Thunder line, the mm-hmm. basic one. That came in the plastic-free packaging, and I think the art looks really nice. And if, and I think the Power Ranger art looks probably even better than that. So. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I don't know if they're going to continue with Tom Whalen's artwork. I sure hope they do. I love his art. Um, I, I hope they do too. And speaking of, a few days ago, Power Morphicon put up their exclusive poster prints. Yeah. And there's a Tom Whalen one for the villains and the Rangers. And oopsie, they revealed that Dino Fury Blue is also going to be part of the Lightning Collection because there's Dino Fury Blue artwork on the ranger poster and that hasn't been revealed yet oh so why would he do artwork if there wasn't going to be a figure i just assumed he was just doing whatever random rangers they asked for but if that's no. the case and it could be a leak then yeah yeah i i think it's a leak because all of the other rangers and all the other villains are figures that are released or have been announced oh. so <laughs> dino fury blue was like Whoa, hello, that's a surprise. I'm here for it. So as hey, as long as we get an Amelia figure to do the shipping, that's fine. Yep, that's it's gonna be like <laughs> that scene in Spaceballs. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I might have to buy all the Dino Fury figures, depending on same. Yeah. yeah. Last time I was at Walmart, they had a Zato. I'm going to have to go back and buy it because I doubt anybody else has. It looks yeah. so much like Russell Curry. It's ridiculous. It it's does. a really good go head spin. Yeah. yeah. They're really good. Speaking of Power Week, 
Back a couple weeks ago on August 1st, Hasbro announces Power Rangers Power Week plans, and they also teased figures from the next wave. Well, not tease. You can order pre-order them now. First off, on Instagram Live, uh, Hasbro Pulse teased Power Week 2022. And remember, last they did a whole Power Month. Now we're down to a week. <laughs> so I don't know if they're just going to jam-pack this week or, or what's happening. But probably by the time you listen to this podcast, uh, Power Week will be upon us. And this is going from August 22nd leading up to August 28th, which is po National Power Rangers Day. What this press release said Fans can expect news from Hasbro across the entire brand, including toy, entertainment, consumer products, publishing, and digital gaming, along with exciting collaborations, providing all new ways for fans to celebrate the iconic Power Rangers brand. So literally this whole year, people have been dying for any information regarding foaming anything we have yeah. been foaming at the mouth for this info i mean we got like one good reveal with uh was it jenny klein being named the showrunner for the yeah yes for the power for the new uh power rangers, power rangers series yeah mm -hmm. that's that was a good reveal but like we know nothing else about anything nothing yeah. about it and that's why when they said entertainment, that's when I'm like, okay, are we going to hear the next Power Rangers series? Are we going to know some details? So very exciting for us to come back to the podcast with, with yeah. actual news. Yeah. I'm excited for Power Week. I know last year they did a couple of fan first uh, Friday type events. And I remember they, they had those posters every week. There was a different poster for a themed of what that is. So it sounds like they're just condensing the month plans into this week. So it's probably every day that week, there's going to be some kind of new reveal or, or some new thing happening. If one of them is NFTs, yeah, oh, you quit. know there's going to be NFTs, and it's going to be a show. I'm going to quit. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the only NFT thing recently was Funko is doing like their NFT digital pops, mm -hmm. and they're doing a Power Rangers run. The problem is the, how they do it is you order a pack, and you have a chance to get a physical pop. Like you're not guaranteed a physical pop. You get a chance for a pop. And it, it's basically a digital like loot crate type of thing. Yeah. And I hate it. And the ones that they tease, there's green ranger with sword of darkness. There's armored red ranger with both the dragon flute and the power sword ranger slayer which has never been a pop before and why god why would they limit it to this zordon zordon yeah. pop which fans have been requesting forever is now tied to this digital nft crap and then there's a freddy funko megazord which is basically a mini megazord with freddy funko face i don't care about that yeah, but yeah. to lock zordon and ranger slayer like i don't care about the regular variants like Okay, Green Ranger with with Sword of Darkness, whoop de doo But Ranger Slayer, Zordon, like iconic characters being locked behind this. And I have 
almost every Power Rangers pop that they put out. And I guess my collection will never be complete because I refuse to participate in anything related to NFTs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, we have said multiple times on this podcast, NFTs, like, yeah, sorry, it's going to be a bleep heavy episode, but it's they're destructive to the environment. And the only people that really care about them are crypto bro bags. Yeah, pretty much. I hate that that NFTs are tied to this. Well, and that's on the Funko side. But yeah. I really hope that the Hasbro side has learned its lesson from the Zap Megazord because we haven't heard anything about like a Zap Dragonzord NFT. So yeah. I'm hopeful that, you know, maybe they kind of nip that in the bud, but whatever. But some other product reveals with this announcement, Lightning Collection Lost Galaxy Green Ranger figure. We got Ooh. Damon. His head sculpt looks great. It looks spot on. This figure is fantastic. It has the Quasar Saber in two versions. It's got the green trans dagger, blast effect piece, extra pair of hands, and of course, uh, the Damon head sculpt. So you can get these on Hasbro Pulse. Amazon and of course other fan retailers. If you do click the links on our site from the show notes, please note that our Amazon link is an affiliate link and that helps support the podcast. So if you want to support the podcast, definitely click that Amazon link and, and it'll help us. But yeah, you can find these at Hasbro Pulse, Amazon, GameStop, Big Bad Toy Store, Entertainment Earth. We've got all the links uh, to that product. The other one is weird it's lightning collection mighty morphin power rangers black ranger figure so it's adam's head but everyone thought like maybe this will be defender vest adam or maybe this will be you know a different version of adam it does have a new adam head sculpt which looks pretty good and it's got the new sculpt of the black ranger helmet so they did retooling on the original helmet. And so this is the newer, more accurate sculpt of the helmet, which I'm excited for. I am going to get, they also fix the belt buckle because on the original black Ranger, it was just like one big gold circle in the middle. It wasn't like the actual morpher colors. Mm -hmm. So it is fixed. And then it's got that weird fire extinguisher accessory that Zach used, not Adam, Zach, in like one episode. So very strange, very weird release, but I'm still getting it mainly for the updated helmet sculpt and for a a new Adam portrait. Yeah, I I think that one looks good, too. Is it Johnny Young Bosch posted about it? And he's excited for it. Yeah. Like when the actors post about their own figures, it just makes me excited about the figure too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and yeah, he, even he was like, oh, wow, I'm going to pick a couple of these up or something. I'm like, <laughs> that's amazing. That's so cool. You need to release a, what is it? A Adam, gosh, make it a four pack, do a, or a five pack. If you want to get fancy, do this figure, do a, the ZO one, then turbo. Then do a battle damaged black ranger from in space and then do a defender vest. Just have an atom pack. Atom pack. I would love an atom pack. And um, it would be cool if maybe they did a variant from that one issue in um, the power Rangers comic annual, where it was forever Adam and it was, or forever black and it was different 
Black Rangers across the multiverse. Ooh. That would be really cool. That'd be awesome. I think they just need to release some. Um, I mean, I'm no merchandising expert. I took a couple of business classes, but I am. That was not my education. And, um, like, I think it would be like a pretty good seller if they did some forever packs of some kind. Yeah. Like people would be yeah. into that when, um, was it Bandai kind of did that when they did those multi-packs? I think they were Disney store exclusives maybe. And they were, um, Mm-hmm. Red Rangers from a couple seasons all bundled together. Oh, wow. Or am I imagining that? No, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. That was okay. back when, when Disney still owned the brand and they were, I think that you could get those at like Hollywood Studios because they had the parade. Oh, right, right, right. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like they would do these themed packs of like, yeah, here's here's like five of the Red Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did some weird stuff for Disney Store exclusives too. Like mm-hmm. I in when I went to Japan four, God, four years ago now, I picked up and it was a light speed rescue figure of Carter and it was like a metallic one, but it said Disney store exclusive on the bottom. I'm like, what in the fresh hell is this? (laughs) (laughs) And why am I finding it in Japan? But I did buy it. So uh, that's on me. San Diego Comic-Con was a few weeks ago and we found out even more news from San Diego Comic-Con. They did reveal like I said, the Zord Ascension Project, Mighty Morphin Dragon Zord. So again, this is in the same one one hundred forty-four scale, and it's got like translucent pieces and and different paint techniques. And they actually showed off on, and I think this was last week or the week before. They had like this Instagram live thing instead of a. Hasbro Pulse stream. It was literally six minutes long. It was, it's not even worth talking about except they did show off the packaging for the zap dragon sword. And the packaging looks incredible because people have been getting their zap Megazord, and the packaging looks killer. I don't really care about these until they get into other seasons because I have the legacy versions of these. I have, the solar Chagokin versions of these. I don't need another Megazord or Dragon Zord. It's not for me. Yeah. I just hope they kind of get their act together a little bit with uh Yeah. Some of the just just the whole lightning collection line in general. It feels like a lot of just missed opportunities and mm-hmm. misfires and it could be so much more. I think it really could, but Yeah, I don't know what's going on with it. But they also revealed at San Diego Comic-Con the Mighty Morphin Metallic White Ranger. And a lot of people in the UK and overseas got this. Um, But when they revealed it at San Diego Comic-Con, if you ordered it, it shipped out. I already have mine. Like, my Metallic Rangers are complete. Like, it was, they put up a link and it was already in stock. I wish they would do more of that. I wish they would like announce something and it's like, you can get it now. I mean, I would go broke, but, (laughs) but you know, at least it wouldn't be stuck in pre-order hell. So I'm so glad I have the white Ranger metallic. All my metallic Rangers are complete. This white Ranger figure comes with the complete sculpt of the Zeo crystal. So all the other metallic Rangers have their piece of the Zeo crystal, but Tommy comes with the complete Zeo crystal, which is an awesome prop for the figures. I think it looks really great. 
just the figure in general looks really great. I have it in person and even Saba is translucent and has the sparkly effect on him. So it looks really cool. The head portrait, like a lot of people are like, well, that's not Jason David Frank, but I think it looks more like a comic book version of Tommy. And if you've been keeping up with the story in Matt Groom's arc right before, you know, there's no more Mighty Morphin. So right before the the merge in 100, they did a tease of the metallic armor like Kim and Tommy. Billy finds these files for Zordon and Alpha that they're testing metallic armor, but it's not ready. And Kim's worried about the future because Trini told her stuff from Shattered Grid that she wasn't supposed to know. So Kim got really worried about the future and worried that either the Rangers were going to get replaced or they were going to die. And so she asked Billy to see if there's any kind of upgrade. So in the two issue arc that Matt Groom did, they experimented with the metallic armor. So it was like that comic story came out. And now this figure was instantly in stock. It was just perfect timing. So I think the head sculpt on this one looks more like the comic version of Tommy, not necessarily Jason David Frank. I can see that. Yeah. And I'm looking. Oh, my God. I'm zooming into these pictures because they're high res. If you look at the background, the background is pixelated. So they put this figure in front of a like television screen with like a digital background. Like I'm zooming into this. I just noticed that. So the figure's standing on like a little platform that they put, but the rest of the background is like, they put a monitor in the background and that's how they did it. How they did the pictures. That's actually really funny. Never mind. It's just something I noticed. I'm trying to look at it now. (laughs) I was having trouble opening the link. Yeah. All right. So, The big comic announcement, which we already talked upon, was that um, the new era for the Power Ranger comics are with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers issue 101, and that starts the recharged era. And again, Melissa Flores is writing, and artist uh, Simona de Gianfelice, who drew for the Boom Studios' all-new Firefly series, I've seen her artwork for Firefly, her coming on Power Rangers. I am so excited that she's going to be drawing Power Rangers because she gets character likenesses and her details in the background and sets are amazing for the Firefly comic. So I am so excited that she's going to be the artist for Power Rangers. And not only that, but Daphna Plebin is stepping down as editor for she's still editing at boom studio. She's just no longer in the day to day for editing for power Rangers, which she has done for the past six years. Like that is a major feat. Um, but there is the new editor, Allison Goranowitz, who is taking over, uh, Daphna editing power Rangers. So this is an all female creative team for the comic, which I am very excited about. I'm here for it. Yeah. (laughs) So it's great. And the charge to 100 brought everything together in mighty Morphin power Rangers 100. Now discover the bold new future for the best-selling franchise in the recharged era. As the Rangers reunite to tackle new challenges and face new threats. 
So Melissa Flores is best known for her work as a producer on Power Rangers. She also wrote and co-created the popular Twitch digital hybrid series, The Unleashed, as well as the upcoming comic book series, The Dead Lucky from Image Comics. So being able to write Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is a literal dream come true. I can't stop pinching myself. The coming issues will feature a wild ride that will aim to honor the incredible history of this iconic series and push the Rangers to their absolute limits. And then Simona said, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is one of the comic book series I've always wanted to illustrate. So full of action and emotion. I'm really excited to start this new adventure with all of you. So pick up a copy of issue 101 and prepare to be amazed. And then editor uh, Allison Gronowitz said, with a brand new recharged era and a brand new creative team to launch it, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers are back bigger and more more phenomenal than ever before. We're so grateful to all loyal fans and readers for being an integral part of the 100-issue journey thus far. Just wait until you see what's in store for the Rangers as they reunite to face some of the biggest threats in the universe and beyond. So what I said earlier about AP, if you want to jump in on 101, I think this is the perfect launch point. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm definitely going to check it out. I might even go get it from the comic shop. <laughs> That's awesome. It's huge news. I'm so glad that Melissa is is writing. And then the other final big comic book announcement, um, even though we're kind of saying goodbye to Ryan Parrott uh, for issue 100, we're saying hello again because Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were turn for a brand new comic book series from Boom Studios. So this will be Mighty Morphin Power Rangers slash Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. The first Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and TMNT team up resulted in iconic moments, such as the reveal of the Green Ranger Shredder, Ninja Rangers, and the Mighty Turtles Ord, said Daphna Plebin, uh, who's senior editor at Boom. But if you think there's nothing that could top that, just wait till you see what's up next for both teams as they face familiar faces and unexpected villains in an adventure full of new shocking twists and turns. And Dan Mora is illustrating the whole thing. This wraparound cover. Oh my God. It's this is not a wraparound. Actually, I found out this is a four issue connecting cover. Oh. So, so every fourth of this is a cover. So you got Leonardo and Jason as the first cover Trini and Michelangelo as the second cover. Kimberly, Billy, and Raphael as the third cover, and Donatello and Tommy as the Green Ranger as the fourth cover. This is a four-cover connected main cover. This art. is sick art by Dan Mora. I can't wait to collect these. And if you notice in the first one, you've got Krang yeah, kind of leading the, the charge on the bottom. Yeah. I'll get you, Power Rangers. <laughs> That was <laughs> creepy and very good. <laughs> that was very well done. <laughs> Apparently I have a crane voice I never knew I had before. That's something we're learning new things. It's, it's a new era of podcasting. <laughs> but no, I mean, th I'm so excited for the, for this return. I think Ryan's going to kill it. The first series definitely demanded a sequel. And that first series was only, I think that was only six issues. So it sounds like this is going to be a shorter run. Again, I heard that this was the four connecting covers. So if it's a four issue miniseries, I mean, still better for my wallet, less variants. Um, but no, just having this as the main covers, 
I mean, that's enough for me. It looks amazing. <laughs> yeah. Very excited. I think we're pretty much done with the comic book news and San Diego Comic-Con. In a final bit before we get to our listener questions, uh, which we have a lot, and we're going to thank everyone and try to get through as many of these as possible. So I did go to C2E2. This was uh, the return of conventions for uh, C2E2. Well, they did it December last year, but then they said, oh, hey, eight months later, we're going to do another one in August. And it was great. I got to meet Tyler MC, who was on the show a couple months ago for a couple episodes. So got to meet up with Tyler. I got to do the Massive Verse pre-event, which I will have a write-up at some point. I'm trying to work out where that's going to be published, actually. But yeah, so it was great. They did a, this big massive verse, which is Kyle Higgins universe at image comics, which includes radiant black rogue sun inferno girl, red and dead lucky, as well as uh, some other characters. And he had this big meetup in Lockport, Illinois, uh, which is close to Joliet. And that's actually where radiant black takes place in Lockport, Illinois. And it's the same bar that gets blown up in i think it's the fourth or fifth issue which kills the the main character so yeah it was really cool event i had like a kind of a mini twitter thread uh that i talked about it but ryan parrot was there and kyle higgins and matt and michael from ranger danger uh who are part of the massive verse and melissa flores so literally all these people who met through and because of power rangers uh, were there. I got to talk with all of them. It was great catching up with Matt and Michael again, great catching up with Kyle and, and Ryan, and then uh, getting to talk to Melissa Flores for a little bit. C2E2 was great. It's my hometown convention. I mean, Zach and I did a live podcast there a couple of years back. And so I'll do a little bit of coverage uh, for C2E2. There wasn't a lot of stuff going on for Power Rangers. I know Jason Font was there randomly at, at some booth, but, you know, he's got a Chicago connection. And then uh, Dwayne Cameron, uh, who apparently has been visiting Chicago a lot, and I literally saw him at the last C2E2 as well. <laughs> and he's at some random toy booth. So the uh, uh, Overdrive, uh, Operation Overdrive Silver Ranger or Mercury Ranger. And that was kind of it for Power Rangers at C2E2, but there's a lot of for the massive verse. They had their own panel and, and all that stuff. So it was a great weekend. It was really awesome last weekend. And then they announced their dates for next year. And it's in March, which is like seven months away. So because originally C2E2 was like a February, March, April convention. And because yeah. of COVID delayed it to December for 2021 and then August, like they're trying to get back to that original like time frame. Yeah. But it's just crazy. Cause it's like, Oh yeah. In the past 18 months, there's been, there, there's going to be three C2E2. So <laughs> it, it's really crazy. And you know, I, I thank C2E2 for allowing Ranger command to get a press pass. That's uh, how I was able to go for all three days and really great convention. If you're in the Chicago area, and just want to explore Chicago if you're not from around here. Uh, it's a very fun convention. It's done by Reed Pop, who does like Emerald City Comic Con and New York Comic Con. Um, so if you want that Midwest convention experience uh, that's done really well, they've been 
doing conventions since 2010 and I've literally gone to every single C2E2. They always outdo themselves. It's very professionally run. It's just a great show. So maybe if people would want to go, you know, maybe we can give out some uh, coupon codes or something. I'll have to work with that with C2E2. But yeah, C2E2 is going to be the last weekend in March, which bleeds into April. I think it's March 31st through or March 31st through April 2nd. Yes. So that's when the next C2E2 is. So yeah, I most likely will be there hopefully. So <laughs> it's, it's really the only convention I, I can get to go to this year, aside from uh, the Star Trek one I went to in, in April, but anywho. Okay. We are going to get into a ton of listener questions. We put out the call And once again, I have to say thanks to all of our listeners. Our listeners are amazing on social media, especially Twitter. Everyone's really helpful to get the word out when we have a new episode or when we make the call for a Ranger Nation answers question. Um, Everyone provides really amazing answers. We just asked people for their questions because we're returning after, you know, a two and a half month hiatus. So yeah, we'll get started with the welcome back and maybe we can alternate between these. So John at the ageless John said, welcome back. Once again, congrats to the berries on their baby boy, RJ and RJ's doing great today. As we record this, he turned nine weeks old. Um, he's, he's smiling. Um, he's getting very good at lifting up his head for long periods of time. Um, which is another big uh, milestone. And I post pictures of him on social and Facebook and and Twitter. Um, He's freaking adorable. I I love him so much. He's got, he's getting his own personality. He just really brings light to my day, to me and Teresa, like every day it's, it's hard work. Parenting is hard work, but you know, he'll just crack a smile and it just makes everything worth it. You you can't ever be mad when you're like around a cute baby. Yeah, you, you can't. They just when they smile or they they. You can sometimes. <laughs> okay, I, I think I know where this is going. That leads me to the question, Eric. How often have you been peed on? I just spit out my water. Um, <laughs> actually, not often. It's happened maybe five or six times. Like. Especially in the beginning, it happened more often, but now we know how to like yeah. stop that from happening. You, you, you yeah. get a sixth sense of like, oh, he's not done. Back and back on. There has been projectile poop in oh, the first wow. month, which was like, wow, I didn't know that could happen. But other than that, <laughs> um, no. Glamorous life being yeah, parent. Yeah. I just said, speaking of babies, not to get off track, I just sent y'all a video I got of my nephew. He's starting to actually get a personality. Oh, dear. I'll have to uh, watch that after we're we're recording. Freaking hilarious. It's kids, man. Kids are adorable, especially like when they they giggle, that little baby giggle that they do. Oh, Oh my my God. God. I cannot wait for him to start actually laughing. I will lose it. I will. I will, I will just say though, RJ is literally one of the cutest babies yeah, he's I have adorable. ever seen. And I'm biased. Like my nephew is the number one. <laughs> sure. Of course. He, Cause he's my family, 
but RJ is like the number two cutest baby I've ever seen. Oh my god, he's got the Thank he's you. got the cutest little smirks when you post pictures oh of him god. with the little smirks. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like literally like killing me right now. <laughs> like I, it is so cute. I'm trying to see if he can if he can be the next Gerber baby. Like I don't know if they still you do should. that, but they do. absolutely should. They do. I think they, they definitely the they definitely contest. do do that. Oh my god, I'm gonna look that up. Like, like I've been I've been joking to Teresa like he. Like, no, because we thought be... about submitting my nephew to it. He's he's um, very but my sister said no. So <laughs> <laughs> wow. They do the Gerber baby contest still. A New York Times article from last month. There's a new Gerber baby, and some parents are mad. How could you what? <laughs> Why are they mad? <laughs> I don't know. This is so weird. Anyways, I'm not I'm not gonna look this up. Um, but oh, thank you very much. Thank you. It, that that means the world. Like uh, he's just he he's awesome, and we get comments all the time. Like literally, we were in the mall today, and you know, I just happened to have like the cover off of the the stroller, and Teresa was buying a dress for for a wedding that we're going to later this month, and um, the the cashier she said. Oh my God, he's so cute. Is that your baby? And, and this and that, like, and it was just, it's great. It's great. And I love that one video. You posted one video of you, like making noises at him. Yeah. He was like reacting to it. Yeah. Like he, he clearly loves both of you guys. Like yeah, all the pictures you post. I did take a video, which I'll have to share with you guys where he's just like, cooing and and making sounds and i'm you know talking to him and so yeah he's in the cooing making trying to make conversation stage but yeah i mean he recognizes us and smiles and if you smile at him he'll smile back and literally whenever we're done changing him he smiles like he looks up at us and smiles like and he'll just have like a smile fit and we'll tickle his belly. We'll rub his belly. And he's just, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. You should definitely submit him to be the Gerber baby. When he starts getting I'm looking at these pictures. Phase, <laughs> when he's just like, blah, 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 blah. And you can just like maybe yeah. talk back to him. Oh my God. That's the best. <laughs> Where? Oh, photo search contest rules. Find out how to enter the next. Yeah. Gerber.com slash photo search. It was it was April of this year. Darn it. Well, there's always next year. You can still submit them next year, I think. Oh, okay. I see like pictures of older kids, Juan. When you can click down, you go down and you look at the last spokes babies. There's like pictures of like three year olds on there. Oh wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this baby isn't as cute as RJ. You kidding me? <laughs> 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 that's how you know you're a parent ladies and gentlemen yeah they have to be between the ages of one day old and four years old oh we i've got time oh you have yeah four whole years just keep submitting him oh uh, okay yeah. all right the grand prize is like twenty five thousand dollars. do it mm-hmm Okay, I'm I'm learning more about Gerber baby than I like. Literally, I was just like, "Oh, he, he could be the Gerber baby." No, okay, okay, I'll do it. Oh, Angel, get um baby food, free baby food, because they get to be the official chief taste tester Ooh. to review new baby food. Oh my god, that's 
That's hilarious. And you get to participate in content creation for Gerber channels and Oh, there's yeah. different there's different spokes babies. Look at this. Oh, RJ is cuter than all of these kids. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm biased. I'm I'm biased. I get it. He is though. Just say it. It's uh, true. Okay. It's true. Oh, all right. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, he is. Okay. <laughs> Go on. Zach, read the next one. Okay, sure. Chris at Mr. Yellow says, when will RJ be guest hosting? I have no idea. <laughs> once, he, once he gets that babbling phase, once he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 he'll be, he'll be like at least 20% more uh, coherent than half the fandom. Hey, <laughs> okay. Doug, make it all gayer at Icky Bully says, welcome back. It's, it's good to be back. All right. Uh, Steven Martinez at random nineties fan said, when will little Trekkie Ranger be on the podcast? Joking aside, when will we get more comic reviews? So I think I'm going to, because my September is crazy work-wise. I think I'm going to try to do it for the end of September. So I'm going to get the regular crew back uh, for the comic reviews, because I know these guys really want to tear down uh, Power Rangers universe. Um, So they really want to get into that. Um, so I'm planning it out. Not sure when exactly we'll do that, but hopefully sooner rather than later. Chris at Toku Chris says, welcome back guys. What did you think about all the power Rangers news while you were gone? Oh, <laughs> no, uh-uh. <laughs> but, but it's kind of true. I mean, news has I been know. like at a trickle. I mean, we've had granted, we took three months off and we had like eight news stories to come back to that's not terrible but it's not great it's not great no (laughs) they all came within like the last true yeah that is also true like we've had most of this news come in the last month so i mean taking taking the time off really we didn't miss much so sonia gregory and sonia gregory tenson my question is will you ever do a podcast episode with your brother because you guys are both into power rangers and obviously she's speaking about my brother um i have mentioned him before on the podcast where he was my age when i got into power rangers when he was 10 and got into power rangers that was power rangers spd and we went to the uh, yomacon together where all the spd cast like i took him to his first convention all that stuff the problem is is that my brother's not that into power rangers like he was into it for spd and all that because i watched it and and he was younger well he was the one that introduced me to like common writer gaim um so i think he watches more on the toku side but not really power rangers so i mean if i ever get a chance to have him on the podcast sure i just don't think it's something he would really be up to date caught up on because that's not really his interests. And what uh, if you guys did like a go back and rewatch SPD and his thoughts on it now? See, that's, that's a cool idea. And, and maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe we could do a podcast where I like may I want to see if it, what he remembers about Yomacon that, that trip, like I want to yeah. get that from his perspective. 
Yeah, maybe something like that will happen in the future. I'm I'm not going to dismiss it. I'm I'm pretty open to the idea. It's just time and distance and you yeah. know, I don't know if he's got Zoom, but I'll I, I can ask him. I can definitely ask him cuz you know, we're planning a couple more trips this year. I think Labor Day weekend we're going back. So, yeah. Maybe I'll bring my digital recorder and we'll record something. Hey. Oh, yeah, sorry. I just got a Sorry, my cousin just texted me and I got scared for a second. Um, Are everything it's just right? she hulks she hulks twin tinder profile okay um what excuse me she she uh, hulks yeah, tinder I that, profile I, I need that asap because that's a that's an instant swipe right for me <laughs> <laughs> i, I mean I have a tinder anymore I'm he literally just texted me she hulks tinder profile. Well, <laughs> oh my god is that like a marvel can... promotion or can can you put that in the chat here i, I am i'm putting it in the we download tinder um, put it in the Twitter chat because I was already on there. Wait, does Tinder even have like a desktop? Oh, this is know. a oh my god. Okay, that's ridiculous. Anyways, <laughs> AP, if you want to read the next one, sorry. <laughs> Hit people guy Steve F um, said on Patreon: Ranger keys or NFTs? Which will stop being sold first? NFTs, because I hope they die in a fire. Same. Ranger keys will live on forever as long as Josh and I are alive. (laughs) (laughs) At least Josh is alive. Come on. Josh is like the number one Ranger key. Uh, Excuse me. Excuse me. He he may be more active uh, about Ranger keys, but I've been in this game longer than he has for Ranger keys. Okay. Okay. Fair. 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 I've got more than him. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to diminish you. I'm not trying to pull my, my, my ranger key out and, and have a ranger key pissing contest, but (laughs) (laughs) like I am number one ranger key guy. I know Josh is known for it, but him and me same. He's a ranger key. I know he's living ranger keys. Josh is literally a ranger key. So, well, I can't, I can't compete with that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next one. All right, sorry, Zach. I was uh, distracted looking for She-Hulk's Tinder profile. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what sorry, have this, we done? This, this cross-promotion is very nichely targeted directly toward me. So. <laughs> um, uh, where were we? Yes, uh, there we are. Uh, mean Bean, at Mean Bean 35 says, When do you guys think that Hasbro could announce the 30th anniversary as well as the second half of Dino Fury Season 2? Um... Hopefully during Power Week next week. You would hope so. If if we don't get anything for Power Week, it will be a waste. It absolutely <laughs> will be a waste. It will be such a missed opportunity. Yeah, I, my expectations have been very low for some time. Mm-hmm. I would hope by them saying like entertainment news that we would get something. Yes. For the 30th anniversary probably not um either dino fury or the 30th anniversary right probably not the entwistle universe but like my wildest like hopes we would get something we have to get something because if we don't like i said huge miss opportunity if we don't yeah geek status and geek status tv said what is your current hopes slash wishes for season 30 and the new netflix universe and um uh zach and ap you you guys can go first because i think there's a couple other uh (laughs) episodes where where i've talked about this so 
Well, I'll just say my current hopes and wishes are honestly, I want some kind of cameos from older Rangers. I don't care who they are, to be honest. Um, At least I don't care anymore who they are. I just think we need some cameos from past Rangers in the 30th anniversary if they're continuing this same like kids show universe. If they're not, I would still appreciate some kind of cameos in something. I don't know. It's like a missed opportunity. 30th anniversary, you need something. I 100% agree. Like you, you have to have some kind of returning connecting factor. And I love Dino Fury. They're making a lot of connections to the past, mm-hmm. but they really need to ramp that up for whatever this 30th season project is or or if yeah. it's even going to be a thing. But th- there definitely needs to be either a major cameo or some kind of major surprise that's that's really worthy of an anniversary. It would be great if it's not Tommy or Jason, which I yes. don't think it would be either of them, judging from uh, current developments. But, right. <laughs> you know, it just seems like that's who they always go back to is is them. Yeah. And now that that now that that's no longer an option for various reasons, yes, it would be nice to see someone else. Like really nice. I'm hoping like Billy. Uh, that's yeah. I would love David Yost to come back and and finally like have this redemption of coming back to the show for for yeah. for David Yost. And other than that, for the new Netflix universe. I'm just hoping for some mature storytelling. And by that, I don't mean dark. Mm -hmm. I mean Mm -hmm. mature. Yes. Like, and honestly, like CW level mature, I'd honestly be kind of okay with that. I'm hoping that it would be a little bit better quality than CW productions, but I would be okay with that. I'm hoping for diversity and Mm -hmm. care. And I don't need massive throwbacks to the existing franchise like that's not why this exists i'd appreciate some easter eggs easter eggs are always fun but i don't need any of the old guard to be involved i just need a quality fun product of some kind with some some related threads like the 2017 movie but about three times more potential and more Mm -hmm. entertainment Mm -hmm. Those are all great points. That's something I I would love to see, especially the keeping up with the inclusion and diversity. And I'm sorry, before I lose my train of thought. Yeah. I'm also going to say, I would like to know, we need some kind of government character of some kind, because how are the Rangers allowed to be running around doing this stuff? doing everything that they do and it's like nobody seems to care or question it and in reality that would not be the case so some, some kind of realism government there. oversight that'd be interesting and we've talked about that before too like all the different possibilities that they could do and yeah i mean government rangers or you know some kind of government like tracking them down like who are these people like what have they oh yeah like as as kind of like the antagonist yeah that would be an, an amazing angle too that'd be interesting cuz realistically where where was the city of angel grove when the rangers were destroying half the town every week mhm like just as a comparison just some realistic storytelling 
bring the fantasy nature of the franchise into the present. Yeah, and it for is sure. something we haven't really seen before in the series. So doing something like that would be interesting to, to make it more, you know, like, hey, show that there are consequences to these heroics. Mm-hmm. Really, I just want a quality product. I want to be able to get excited about something. I want to, you know, I want to have that same exciting feeling I got in the pit of my stomach when I was, when we were learning about like the leaks from Dino Charge are really exciting or, um, you know, back Mm -hmm. in the day, even like learning about stuff going on with SPD or Mystic Force. It's like, man, this is really cool. I'm excited to watch and see what happens next. Uh, I feel like we haven't really had that. I mean, Dino Fury has brought that back a bit and I like that. So just more of that, more of that, like put out a quality product that people are going to enjoy. Don't have it. Please, for the love of God, don't have 30th anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. This is something like when Josh and, and Ken Glenn were on, and I think Zach, you were on that episode and, you know, we talked about, Hey, a year from now, like, are we going to be disappointed? Are we going to be in the same spot as we were like this year? And then, I, I don't know all I want and all I hope for. I want to be surprised for once. I want to be excited. Mm-hmm. The last time I was really excited for the franchise, like to a level where I'm like, man, this could be hype for the general public was the 2017 movie. I'm like, if this movie takes off, we could see the resurgence of Power Rangers. And unfortunately, that's that's, that's what I want. That's what I want. I want to research something that can provide that resurgence. Exactly. Because it doesn't matter what happened in the past. People like going on and on about MMPR is all that matters and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, it doesn't. If you want the franchise to keep going and continue to be there for future generations, you need to bring it into the present and provide something new. Mm -hmm. I just want something that, at least for the 30th anniversary, I want something that's truly going to honor the legacy of the franchise. The 25th anniversary was like freaking Ninja Steel, Dimensions in Danger. And that was, it was all right. Um, And I'm glad for all the returning cameos. But before that it was it was super mega force and that which and even that wasn't that okay right like that was just kind of that was a whole bunch of mispotential yeah which i mean we've gone ad nauseum on this podcast about mm-hmm. but again there there was interesting cameos there was interesting ideas i want the 30th to just blow me away in terms of expectations i want you know, all that connective tissue that a 30 year franchise, which is so rare in entertainment. I I just want something that will honor the legacy. Like if we're definitely going out on the 30th anniversary, whereas the end whistle stuff is a reboot, then I want the anniversary to truly be something that honors the past and gives hope for the future I don't think that's asking too much, but apparently for Hasbro, it might be. And just from their current track record. Mm -hmm. I think if they allow, and this isn't to put too much faith in Simon Bennett, 
Mm-hmm. But if they allow that team to have some kind of involvement in the future, I think that's a good starting point. Yeah. Because they turned it around with Dino Fury. And Dino Fury is not a perfect product. Um, nothing is really, but Dino Fury is leaps and bounds better and basically everything that we've been wanting the franchise to be for a very long time. Yes. Yes. So if they're given a little bit even more creative freedom, maybe more budget to bring back some cameos to do different things. I think that would be pretty cool. And that would be a good starting point. Yeah. Just like add add that to my wish list. (laughs) Yeah. 100%. So Jedi DC Marvelite basically said, welcome back. My question, what are your hope for the third? We've already answered that. (laughs) So, so go on to the next one. So Hawk Heelays at Hawk Heelays said with it being power month, Twitter is going through a season a day, lots of different opinions and shared experiences. I was wondering from your perspectives, what year was the best time to be a fan of the franchise? What year was the best time to be a fan of the franchise? I actually want to say the 20th anniversary, which was what? That was... That was Super Megaforce, right? Well, I want to say just in terms of like all the merchandise and hype we were getting, everything that wasn't Super Mega Force, the 20th anniversary was great. Yeah. There was so much news coming out. There was like a whole logo that they had on on everything. It just seemed like that year everything was going really well for the brand. What was it Toys R Us was still a thing? You Toys R Us, yep. Yeah. Get things reliably. So that like 2013, 2014, obviously like, I mean, we started in 2014 and then that was like my first power Morphicon and then the whole power force thing to me, that was like my best time to be a fan because it just seemed like everything was happening for the brand, even though, you know, we we're in the mega force, super mega force time there was just so much product coming out. There was so much hype for power Rangers. I mean, remember when they had all of those red Rangers, like in New York city running around, taking pictures oh, and that the was pizza so cool. part. Yeah. It's, it's cool stuff like that where I get it. It's all marketing, but they were really pushing the brand. I think that was the first year that like we got the Macy's day parade balloon happening. Like, so really for me, like that, 2014-15 years, like, for me, that was just, it was great. And even though Super Mega Force wasn't a lot of our cup of tea, like, the discussion was just crazy. The, the discussion, every time a new episode came out, like, whether it was on Twitter or Ranger Board or Ranger Crew or, or whatever at the time, everyone was talking about Power Rangers. And I think the close second is the 2016, 2017 period, like the ramp up for the movie and just the hype for the movie. And whenever a news thing would come out or a poster or a trailer, like everyone was just talking about it, you know, whether good or bad in the fandom. And it's those big moments that really make you feel like it's a good time to be a fan when, when everyone's talking about it and everyone's excited about something. And that's all I want the 30th anniversary to be. I want the 30th to be the best time to be a fan, 
But Hasbro's track record right now in terms of news or communication or or literally anything right now is not great. <laughs> Spotty. But they're treating it as the franchise as an afterthought. And it's yes. the entertainment team is one thing. That's like they're doing pretty well. Right. The brand itself. Nah. They could have ridden that um Glad Award a little bit more. Honestly, that's a pretty big deal. They should have been promoting that like up and down. And what kills me is these recent like fan streams, quote unquote, from Hasbro. Mm -hmm. You have a current show with a glad award winning castmate and you're not hyping it up. They literally had in that infamous pinata live stream, they had all of this power Rangers dino fury merchandise in the background. And some of it was new. They didn't even talk about it. You're not even talking about your current show. You're yeah. not hyping up the comics, which are literally the best thing right now that this franchise has done that has kept my interest going for so long is the comics. It's not the show. It's the comics. With Dino Fury, with it being on Netflix and being like higher quality than some past seasons have been, I think that could get some people back into the franchise but they are not leveraging that. Not at all. It's sad. It's really disappointing. Yeah, it is. Zach, uh, AP, went, was there any good years for you? I'm going to have a controversial opinion. 1993. Okay. That's Honestly, not controversial. Though, it was everywhere. That first year of, yeah, just walking into a toy store and seeing literally an entire aisle of nothing but action figures, bikes, morphers, zords, weapons, aliens. Like, there, there is nothing yet that has matched the energy of the launch of Power mm -hmm. Rangers Mania. Mm -hmm. And even now, talking about it, like, I'm getting kind of choked up on the nostalgia of it all. Like, man, I remember walking into Toys R Us at the Northridge Mall and, like, walking out with the 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 power morpher for the first time ever thinking back on those toys and on how excited i was as a kid to watch that show and to have those toys and mm -hmm. to have the megazord fight the monsters and, and what have you and just man that level of of nostalgia is such a powerful drug that honestly that is what hasbro i know we harp a lot about like they need to expand beyond the nostalgia to cater to the hardcore audience, but uh, this kind of answers the next question. So I don't know if I want to say it just yet. No, no, go for it. Go for it. So this kind of answers uh, the next question as well, which should I just read it? And we'll, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah sure. It. So Mikey Perez at two, five, four, Mikey 43 says, welcome back. And congratulations on the baby. Eric is power Rangers moving to Netflix. Movie franchises aren't successful on streaming. What can Hasbro do to break the mold and change how people see power Rangers outside of the fandom answer the first question yes power rangers has already moved to netflix dino fury season two it premiered exclusively on netflix it's no longer on nickelodeon it's a netflix original series now yeah so. yep so it's netflix yeah and going back to what i was saying about um you know how the, the diehard fans are tired of the nostalgia i think hasbro should lean into that more but also like what we were talking about, how we wanted to see, like AP said, bring back original Rangers and camera right. roles. 
like that kind of stuff that would bring in the audience who grew up with Power Rangers who maybe not, you know, mm-hmm. haven't been following it. So lean into that nostalgia. Just some past Rangers from older seasons. And if they're worried about COVID, there's so many actors in New Zealand that were Power Rangers. You can literally bring any of them back. They're in the same country. And so I think to get those people outside of the target audience of the hardcore fans is do that. Lean in and say, you Mm -hmm. know, bring back, Mm -hmm. let's say you bring back Billy. You pay for a media blitz of like, oh my God, David Yost is coming back to Power Rangers. Billy is going to return. Here's what that could mean. Hey, do you remember Power Rangers? Well, one of the original Rangers is coming back. Like, that's what got me back into Power Rangers, was yep. hearing that Jason David Frank was coming back for Dino Fight. Yep, yep that's, that's what got me. But honestly, I think that's the kind of tactic that they need to do in order mm-hmm. to appeal to those not in the diehard fandom like a vast majority of us are. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> something like that could definitely bring new eyes back to the franchise. Yeah, 100%. AP, do you have your year the years that come to mind for me are 1996 mm-hmm. and right around Overdrive because I feel like there was still an abundance of merch. There was a lot of really cool Disney store exclusive stuff. I never got any of it, but there was still a lot of really cool merch packs being released. Once a Ranger was really awesome. I remember all the hype with like Adam coming back. That was amazing because when you think MMPR, you don't necessarily think Adam, but yet everybody loves Adam. So when he came back, it was like, holy crap. Bring back Adam because then you can get the anime people who love Johnny Bosch for his voiceover. Oh, Just bring, bring Adam back. And I'd say 1996 because that was the first year I was really into Power Rangers. And I just remember like, all the kids on the school bus, we would talk about it. On the way home from school, we would all gather around and be like, oh my gosh, did you see the last uh, episode of Power Rangers? Like, no, I didn't. I didn't get home in time. I had like soccer practice and like we would like in- tell each other what happened and like everybody, the kid who had the morpher on the playground was like the coolest kid ever. <laughs> it was that kind of, I just remember all of the hype oh, yeah. in yeah. school. Yeah. And it was like my first vivid memory. Also being able to walk into the, I I shouldn't say local because it was about half an hour away from where I lived at the time, like the local Toys R Us and having there be a whole bunch of Power Ranger stuff to choose from. Yeah. It was just the coolest time for me. But yeah, I'd say either Overdrive just because of anniversary related hype and all the merch that came with that. And Disney still had some pretty good um, promotion for it. They had that parade. The Rangers Mm -hmm. were in the parade at Disney. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. That was a pretty good time. Yeah, and as far as what can Hasbro do to break the mold, they have to start breaking the mold, first of all, because right now they're doing nothing except going through the motions. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because they're still figuring out a strategy. They've had plenty of time to figure out a strategy, though. You think that, but, like, where is it? <laughs> like, where is it? Because I don't see it. And just the mess of, of this year, just in their live streams and stuff that we've we've talked about on, on the show before, it's just, 
I don't see the effort being put into it. And there was a post that came up in my memories, like from last year when they were doing the power month stuff last year and they had that stream and they were talking to Ryan Parrott and they had Emily on there and some other people that like, there was such an energy. It was like, sure. Sometimes it was a little bit cheesy and, and corny, but it wasn't anything like the pinata stream or those people. And when, you know, no offense to them, but you know, when I saw him pop up for this Instagram live or whatever, which was a joke at six minutes and they're just like, yay, here we are. And we're back and do, doing this. And, you know, once they stopped joking around and actually got to it, it was tolerable, but it just, it's like this fake energy, which I have no time for. And even the Power Rangers Twitter, Power Rangers social media, I should say, mm-hmm. that, as we all know, that has a new team. Right. And that shows, too. I feel like they could be leveraging that a whole lot more to build some social media hype. Because, as we know, that means a lot in today's age. Yes. Make a cool TikTok account and make some... Uh, there are so many people on TikTok that are blowing up because of Power Rangers. And... The fact that Power Rangers isn't getting on that trend is just a huge, huge missed opportunity. Like, make some good content, not, like, cheesy content. Right. Make some content that gets people hyped. There are so many brands doing that, and there's no excuse that they... It's really not that hard. Just get someone with passion and social media knowledge. You've got it right there, AP. It's something that simple. And I know it's hard to capture magic in a bottle, but at least show that you're trying to put in the effort to like Mm -hmm. do something outside of the box or do something to get people excited. We're only four months away from 2023, which is the start of the 30th anniversary year for Power Rangers. Where is the buildup? And, you know, maybe, maybe we're talking out of our asses because it's, it's a week before, you know, this power week or whatever. Maybe we'll be pleasantly surprised. Maybe this yeah. will yeah. age horribly. Let's hope it ages horribly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. I hope they've got their marketing full on for this power week, but even now leading up to power week, I'm not seeing like, Hey, reminder, we've got power week and get hyped. Like there's none of that. There's none of like, like get hyped, get energized. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised by that Izzy t-shirt that they released. Oh, oh yes. That is good stuff. That I was something one. I was never expecting, but yet yeah. I don't think they even leveraged that enough. I don't think they did. It wasn't as big as it should have been. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Uh, We do have some Sentai-related questions, and I get it. We're a Power Rangers podcast, but at the same time, I'm not really caught up with Sentai. Same. Mm -hmm. I know next to nothing about it. (laughs) I know some things, but... (laughs) I haven't been caught up with Sentai since Kira Major, so... So we'll, we'll go through these pretty quick, and Josh is heading to PMC soon at Living Ranger Key. He says, welcome back. Very happy to hear a new episode once again. I got to know everything Eric has to say about the new Ranger Key Anniversary Heroes and Don Brothers set. First off, sorry. Second, how many more sets are you expecting in the future? So, oh, good. A Ranger Key question. He's 
he's asking one of the OG experts on, on Ranger keys. Um, <laughs> so, so, um, no, uh, the Ranger key anniversary set, like I get it. Like I already have these keys. If they keep them in a consistent quality where they're all not gash upon keys. And if these are all DX keys, then I'm happy because it's an upgrade to my original keys. Obviously, I'm always happy when a new Sentai team gets a set of Ranger keys. So I do like the Don Brother suit designs. So I'm very excited to have those keys. The artwork for the promotional material they did looks fantastic. And so I am very excited for this set just because I do have the new mobile rights, the new anniversary edition to that, that upgrade with the premium Bandai set. So I'm all for new keys using that system, especially if they're consistent in quality and design, because when the original ones came out, like teams had a mix of like gash upon keys and DX keys and candy toy keys and the quality just ranged between them. And even some of those premium Bandai sets, you still had to apply like chest stickers and, and all of that. So bit of a mess. So if they can use this like new anniversary sets to kind of even out the quality of all the Ranger keys. So they're all consistent. I'm all for that. I'm not excited to spend all this money again to like repurchase keys I already have, but I guess in the long run, if they do keep everything consistent and if they plan more, I would love to see that. He said, how many more sets are you expecting in the future? It's like, what, how many teams are there? 50 now. And if they do five teams per set, then, I mean, I'm expecting at least like eight or nine more sets. I, I don't know. All I know is it's going to drain my wallet and it's whatever. I, between Ranger keys and Gaim gimmicks, those are my must buy like common rider Gaim. Those are my two got to have it to my collection. Like every time there's a new rider gimmick and they include some kind of Gaim accessory, I buy it because I, I add it to my little Gaim uh, shelf and have everything together. But between that and Ranger keys, I just, I'm a sucker for that for premium Bandai. So that I hope that answers your question, Josh. Chris green at sexy profit three, five, nine, six said first things first, congrats to the new parents with Eric and Teresa. Now to my question, have any of you watched anything Don brothers related? And if so, what do you like about it so far? I have not. Nope. So I'll just start off with that. <laughs> I think I watched the first like two or three episodes, but it didn't grab me. So that's all I've seen. Yeah. I've seen I've seen clips here and there. I think the suits are really cool. I think the new ranger that has the the spinny thing and it's like a mix between the white ranger and, and oh, the yeah. green ranger from my six, that's six ranger. Yeah, their six rangers really cool. It looks cool. I just haven't watched any of it, so yeah. can't really form a, a good opinion on it. All right, next up, we have Von Brother at Mr. Cooper 92 says, Hello, peeps. Welcome back. We miss you. I know it's not Power Rangers related, but what are your opinions on the Toku content coming in this year? The Kuga Blu-ray, Five Man DVD, Gavon Blu-ray, Futo PI Simulcast, Kamen Rider Black Sun, Kamen Rider Geats Toys. Love your friend Von and also add Ultraman, Decker, and Shin Ultraman if you watch Ultraman. Okay, I'm done, LOL. 
So I have the Kuga Blu-ray pre-ordered because I want to support the Common Rider releases. Because I already have the Zero One set. I pre-ordered the five-man DVD because I want all of Sentai on DVD. I want Shout Factory to keep pumping out these sets because I want Decoranger on DVD officially, for the love of God. Shout Factory, please make it happen. The Gavin Blu-ray, I need to pre-order it, uh, but I'm very excited for that. It looks like they did an incredible job on the restoration of that footage. Futo Pie, I haven't watched it yet, but I've seen the promotional material, Bandai and T. Team Common Rider were at C2E2. They had an amazing display. They had all the uh, most of the belts on display. Heavy Futo PI promotion. I saw the Henshin. I saw the video of the Henshin in the anime uh, for Common Rider Double. Looks absolutely incredible. Common Rider Geats. The toys look fun as hell. I haven't been hyped this hype for a Common Rider series since Common Rider Gaim. I love the gimmick. I love the look of the suits. I really want that belt. Um, And I haven't wanted a belt or anything related. Like I haven't collected everything since common rider Gaim and Geats. I'm really trying to hold back because I know, I I mean, I have a baby and, and my expenses are already limited. So, and Ultraman, I've been collecting the sets from Mill Creek. I just haven't had a chance to dig into Ultraman, but at some point I really do. I know Ultraman is a amazing uh, franchise just in terms of tokusatsu, and I know a lot of people love it. And Mill Creek has been doing an amazing job with these releases and not only doing older series with the steel bookcases, which I've been collecting, but also the newer series. And I'm just happy that we have so much official tokusatsu material in like literally licensed stuff that you can buy. And if people don't know the news, the newest Kamen Rider series, Kamen Rider Geats, which if you haven't seen that trailer yet, do yourself a favor. Cause it looks amazing. It's so cool. But they are releasing every toy here in America only weeks after it's in Japan. This is something that the common writer community has wanted and been years. campaigning for years. Yeah. And it's finally happening and you don't have to import everything. You can literally buy it from your favorite local retailer. If they order it, that is a huge feat. It's because of the work of fans and all of the work that team common rare has done. It's a great time to be a Toku fan. And when power Rangers is at its low point, I feel like that's when I'm more into the, the Japanese side of things. Yeah. Uh, I'll add my thoughts real quick. The Futo PI series is hype as hell. That henshin in the animation is done so amazingly. Like, it, oh. it, it can't touch. Like, uh, live-action henshin has nothing on, on the Futo PI animation. Yeah. Um, it's it's so good-looking, so crisp, and so just, man, I love that art style. And, yeah, the Kamen Rider Geats stuff coming out, man, knowing that we're getting those toys, and, and like, the series looks cool. The trailer... Like you said, Eric, man, that trailer is so hyped. 
I can't wait to check that out when it comes out. I've never been big on Ultraman, so I don't have a frame of reference for Ultraman, but I'm glad that people who are into it are getting that good release from Mill Creek. That's awesome. That's Everyone should be able to have easy access to their fandoms. I just, man, I can't wait for Geats, and I want more Futo PI. Next episode is tomorrow on Crunchyroll. I can't wait. And AP's just like, okay. <laughs> I know what none of these things are. I don't know what you're talking about. You're speaking gibberish. We'll make That's it up fine. to you one day, AP. We'll have a Chicago, like, Chicago yeah, yeah. PD, Chicago Fire podcast. Exactly. <laughs> I don't even watch that anymore. So no, that, that's, no. that's true. It's yeah. I have I, not watched that in like years, probably like seven years. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> At one drunk geek said, welcome back. Was curious what you thought so far about Don brothers. We don't. Um, and your thoughts on the lack of news about season 30 of power Rangers. We've kind of already covered that. Yeah, so it sucks. Yeah. And we're, we're itching yep. for more news. I'll take this because it's the comics. Okay. So this is a lot. I'm going to go through it real quick. So LOL bro. Haha said, congrats on the baby. Thank you very much. Glad that the show is coming back again. Thank you. Uh, what direction do you guys feel the comics will go after Ryan parrots last issue? So we talked about like Melissa Flores kind of shaking things up. I'm very excited for that. Like I said, if you are behind I think this is a great jumping on point. And if you can't afford comics, try your local libraries. Yes. Yeah. I would just say that. The Hoopla app, which I've like Hoopla and what's the other one? Libby. Yeah. If your local library offers that, check that out. It might be on there. If not, they might even have physical copies. I Mm -hmm. know my local library system, they get trade paperbacks um, usually as soon as they're released for a lot of popular comics so yeah yeah definitely the library is a huge resource especially now in the digital age like like hoopla libby like all those apps that connect to your library card and your local library it's such a huge resource libraries in general are so are just completely underutilized they offer so much to the community that people don't realize like you can read comics um, you can be digital comics, physical comics. You can do th- free 3D printing. Yep. Go make some 3D printed accessories for your uh, go, go action figures. Go, go make glasses. Go make glasses. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Completely free. It's it's a really good free resource that helps support your community. So yeah, check it out. How did you react to how quickly the Death Ranger was able to be such a powerhouse in issue 22? I was blown away by it. I didn't know they make such a big impact, but you know, like Ryan Parrott said on Twitter, you know, you don't name a character of the death Ranger without there being consequences. So I think it's very awesome. Uh, do you think Billy had a point about Tommy being a collection of all the emissaries? So I think that was more of a tongue in cheek, like because all the colors of the rainbow, when you put them in a prism, that's like white light or, you know, white light forms all the colors of the rainbow it's kind of like a joke like if tommy's the white ranger is that a collection of all the emissaries so i think that was more of like a tongue-in-cheek color theory type of uh joke do you think it's possible to purge the omega gold morpher of the death ranger uh and if so will journey or kivor be the next gold ranger i have no idea i i really don't like to predict what will happen in the comics because uh ryan parrot is very good 
at subverting expectations and doing his own thing. Um, so I really hate to guess, but it does seem like the Omega gold morpher is possessed for lack of a better term, especially with this uh, latest issue, the penultimate issue before MMPR 100, because it infects uh, different Rangers and spoiler alert, you know, we know that that Jason gets infected by the Death Ranger from uh, the comic covers, but I wasn't expecting Yale to be corrupted. And there's this one panel in the last issue where it's Jason as as Omega Red and influenced by the Death Ranger. So you can see the skull like faded into the helmet. And Yale, the blue big cat blue Omega Ranger, is also jumping next to him, and he also has like the cat skull on his helmet. I was not expecting that. I wasn't spoiled for that. So when I read it in the issue, I was like, this is terrifying. So I don't know what Ryan is planning for this 100th issue, but it's going to be crazy. How awesome was that Rocky and Matt team up issue? Again, I I loved what Matt Groom did with that storyline. I love all of the Rocky focus that he got. Um, I love that they were the only two Rangers stuck on Earth that had to deal with everything. So I like that it gave Matt more uh, character as someone who can be supportive when he wants to and show that, you know, he's not all that bad of a guy. But Rocky was the star of that two-issue arc. and. It was just so great. Now, yeah, I'm sorry. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Do the comics give Rocky some like redemption? Give him a a good amount of stuff to do? Well, y- yes and no. This arc, this story that Matt Groom did for Rocky is definitely that. Okay. But I know there's been complaints from a lot of people that do read the comics that you know ever since they did the time skip for necessary evil when they jumped into season two and you know the whole omega ranger thing and then they brought you know the stone canyon trio i know a lot of people have complained since then that you know the stone canyon trio doesn't get a lot of focus but i think they do because i read these comics you know, all the time. And I've seen the growth of Adam. I've seen the growth of Aisha and Aisha question Tommy and almost step up as a leader in her own right. And I've seen Rocky be unsure of himself. And even we get that moment where, when the Omega Rangers come back to earth at some point in necessary evil, he flat out asked Jason, like, am I just your replacement? He's like, no, man, you're out there. You're saving the world. You are your own hero. And it's moments like that that we never got in the show that I really appreciate in in Ryan Parrott's run. So, um, yeah, I think Rocky gets a lot of redemption. And and that was the whole point of of Matt Groom's storyline for Rocky, because in Ranger Danger podcast, he hated Rocky. He hated Rocky when they were reviewing Zio and, you know, Mighty Morphin and all those episodes. So for him to write a Rocky story, that's amazing. 
and mm-hmm. totally gives Rocky's family backstory and the struggles that he has to deal with when his mom is a single mom and he's literally raising his brothers and sisters. It is a great story. And I would say you don't even have to know all the backstory to read those few issues of, of Matt Groom's run like ever. So Mighty Morphin 17 onwards, you can totally read it and not have to worry about the past. And if you really want to see Rocky's redemption in a big way, I, I highly recommend that. Okay. Cause I just always personally thought he was an underutilized character. So that's good to know. They're really utilizing him. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry to get us off track. Just no, 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 no. I, I want people to know that because I, I want more people to read the comics. And if, if you're a Rocky fan, um, I think they're doing him justice. Okay. Good to know. And then how scary is it that the death ranger is able to see and know everything? I don't know the extent of his knowledge, but it, I mean, being the death ranger, obviously he knows that, there are people who died and he's using that knowledge, you know, against Jason bringing up his mother's death. Like technically he shouldn't know that, but if he's connected to some kind of either through the morphin grid or some spiritual realm, like we literally don't know that much about the death Ranger. And I will bring up at the end of this month, there is the power Rangers unlimited death Ranger one shot written by Paul Alor. Um, who goes all into the Death Rangers backstory. So the comics that, that Ryan has been setting up leading up to the Charger 100, they have been setting up the Death Ranger. I think we're going to find out so much more at the end of this month. So LOL Brohaha, which is a really funny username. <laughs> I think we're going to find out all these answers and more really soon. And then he said, where's Dragon? I don't know. He took off in a spaceship. He's got the Spectrum 2. He's out there doing whatever it is in the galaxy. He, I think he will return at some point, obviously. And that's it. So with the lightning collection, uh, Josh, the Toku fan at Shinken red eight thirteen said, Hey, RCPH Toku, Josh, the resident supporter of the big dumb bikes of power Rangers word on the street is that the lightning collection is expanding to include more deluxe sets like cycles. What would be your individual picks for your favorite big dumb bikes to be included? I want, because they have not released Dino Thunder Black yet. I would love. (laughs) Son of a. (laughs) (laughs) What? Get out of my head! That was exactly what I was going to say. Okay, we're on the same wavelength. We can have the same answer. (laughs) But basically, I I would like to see Doctor O. Black Ranger, Black Dino Thunder Ranger on his big dumb ATV. Oh my god. It's like an upgrade of the big dumb bikes. It's the big dumb ATV. Hell, oh I want the Shadow Ranger ATV. Yeah, Shadow Ranger would be thing. good. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Zach. No, I- <laughs> no, you're fine. I'm just grumpy because I I had it wrong in my head anyway. Because in when Dino Thunder came out, I had the toy that was the Raptor cycle with Dino Thunder. Yes, Black. yes. And that's what I was thinking of in my head. But I went back and I was like, no, wait, he didn't have the cycle. He had, he had the ATV. ATV. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm wrong. Now I got to rethink of another one. Uh. Um, <laughs> I don't know. A- AP. Anymore. AP, go. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think. Um, so. Lightspeed. Lightspeed. 
lights. I, I honestly know. Honestly, oh. I don't think so. I was just going to say light speed just because Ooh. if you did Carter's, Ooh. it could be the, not only a motorcycle, but his battleizer. Oh, okay. Well then I will go with that. <laughs> I'm going to go with that because then it would be a big dumb bike and the first battleizer in the lightning collection. Ooh, that's good. Well, what was your original thought? My original thought, gosh, I was thinking in space. But that would make more sense as a Zap collection with the Asher Mega Ship. Oh. That wouldn't make sense as a that wouldn't make sense as a deluxe cycle. Um, and also, it's not a cycle, so right. what the heck? What, yeah, what do you think? <laughs> I'm thinking. Do the Raptor Riders count? I would. Yeah, that would be cool. I mean, they're technically dinosaurs, but they ride them like their bikes. Yeah. Funny enough, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> no, funny enough, um, uh, for the Sentai Abba Ranger, they did do those as like figures, mm. like they they had the raptor ones that you could fit like action figure oh. on, so that they, they've done that. But for lightning collection, oh my god, it, they could have like articulated necks and like the jaws could open, like you could put uh, that would be incredible. I, honestly, though, I hate to say it, but I got to go with also what I guess technically you and Zach said with the ATVs. <laughs> and that would be cool. I'm all for that. Yeah, I, I was very impressed with the Omega cycle for um, Omega Ranger for from SPD. Like, Or give me, um, what is it? Um, Ninja Storm. The Ninja Ooh, Storm bikes. Yeah. I was just looking at the Ninja Storm bikes. Those are really sick looking with Give the Give me Dustin designs. with his Ninja Storm bike because that is super appropriate for him. Yeah. Oh, that'd be really sweet. I want a Dustin figure because I met, what was his name? Um, Glenn McMillan at yeah. Ranger Stop. And he was like one of the nicest people. And I felt so bad that more people weren't at his table because he was like super, like legit, a super like nice person. What yeah. about uh, we get Ethan's hovercraft cycle that actually transforms and like the oh man do the hovercraft mode? God, I remember he was the only one that got that thing, and it had like a whole CGI launch sequence, and uh, yeah, th- that would be hilarious. I'd be down for that. So, in regards to conventions, Mayor at Nightmare Ten said, "Because I see a lot of fans talking about their PMC memories." You get a panel at PMC and can do absolutely whatever you want with it. Would you run it like a normal podcast recording? Would you do interviews? A live Power Rangers Survivor? What would you want to do? Well, live Power Rangers Survivor. I mean, can you clear the convention for half a day? Because those things take like four <laughs> that hours. Would take a while. So I don't think I don't think I'd do that. Zach and I. I mean, we got that live normal podcast recording experience at uh, at C two E two a couple of years ago. I would I would want to do that. I would I want I want to have Just a, a live yeah. a live podcast recording that like it's the three of us, but like totally unstructured just for the chaos of it all i would love i would love audience participation oh ask us questions like maybe we play a game just something like to celebrate the fact and get people involved just something off the rails and just like yeah a big fun party of like come hang out ranger actors just pop in 
randomly. Oh my god, I would, I would. <laughs> I mean, that would be crazy if it was almost like like a late night talk show setup where it's like the three of us and there's like a couch on the side and just whoever comes through the door kind of thing. That would be awesome. I would love that. But it it would be a surprise to us. Like let the convention set that up and just like have a guest come out and we're surprised too. Oh, that would be rad. Oh yeah. It's like, you have to know your about every guest. Oh, for sure. For sure. That would be fun. Yeah. I wish you guys were coming to Ranger style. Especially if they put I'm a so- curtain up and we can't even see who's coming. Yeah, exactly. No, and they just, they show up and the audience gets our reaction on stage and and we're scrambling in our minds to like, oh my God, what, what if it's someone I don't know? Or what if, <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny if it was like, like, I mean, I don't want to say like a C list, but like Power Rangers. But like, what if it was like the guy who played Chuckles the Clown or whatever? And oh, it's like, yeah. <laughs> like something random like that. Okay. Obscure actor. Yeah. Did you see that PMC is going to have the guy who played like Quagmire from that? Oh, really? They're going to. I did not know that. Yeah. Like I saw it on their on their Facebook page because that's the only place where they promote this stuff, apparently. Hmm. Um. But no, they have the guy who plays Quagmire from like the the Island of of Illusions of episode. Illusion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. That's a that's that's one of those deep obscure cuts too. But I'm like, who's really going to see? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not no trying to be mean. I'm sure that person's a wonderful person, but he's oh, not going to sure have a, a, a line down the block to meet. Right, you know, but nobody's right. coming to a convention specifically to meet them. <laughs> I mean, maybe they would. There's like know. that one guy who's like, let's go. <laughs> it's like, not all these Ranger actors. I want that. Well, that's like, I got excited because, you know, Ranger Stop is doing all their guest announcements and stuff on Instagram. And I was checking them out. And they're also doing like a Ninja Turtles mini convention inside it's the Ranger so Stop. Weird. It's and so weird. And I'm kind of excited because it's like, Man, Ernie Reyes Jr. is gonna be there, and Judith Hogue's gonna be there. And it's like oh. these people that I because I don't get me wrong, I love the Ninja Turtles. That's one of my fandoms. Like I'm hyped for them to be there just as much as I'm hyped for the Ranger actors. I know her because she was the mom on Halloween, Halloween Town. Town. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to get a DVD I, or something signed for you. <laughs> uh, okay, so 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 I wanna I wanna give the actor who played Quagmire his his due. It's Kevin Thompson. Uh, that w- that was the Island of Illusion episodes. They announced him uh, seven hours ago today as, as oh, wow. we record this. That's breaking news. Oh, and then there's someone in the comments who posted a quagmire from Family Guy giggity gif. <laughs> <laughs> so um, props to them for them getting someone who was, I mean, quagmire in the Island of Illusion. Like it was a great character. Like it really kept, he really kept the Rangers on their toes. So I, I'm not going to knock this guy. I just think it's funny that there it's like, hey, we got, we got this guy from this one episode. <laughs> um. Sorry, yeah. I'm just checking Ranger Stop Convention to see the announced guests since the last time I've uh, uh, looked. Oh, and and we're we're like a hundred percent Ranger Stop. Like that. Oh yeah, that was such a great experience for all of us. Mm-hmm. The, Ranger the, Stop Orlando. Let me clarify. That's yeah, yeah. That's Ranger clearly where the party is at. Yep. I only wish next. If I go again, I'm going to go for longer. 
try to take more time off work, set that up a little better, but <laughs> they got four fifths of the alien Rangers. Like, come on. Yeah. Ooh. I'm just disappointed. Aliens. I'm not going to PMC because literally like almost all of my favorite Rangers are going to be there <laughs> this year. They almost have the full beast morphers team. They have Jacqueline Sislowski going to be there and Claire Blackwelder and Tessa Rao are all going to be at PMC and I'm not going to be at PMC. I'm just like, yeah, uh. what's happening? But yeah, I now I'm seeing this like Ranger Stop presents Turtle Stop. Like, yeah, how did that happen? <laughs> I don't know, but look, I'm kind of here for it. Like, it seems like yeah, they've got they've got Kevin Nash. Yeah, oh. yeah, I'm excited for that. They got Kevin Nash. They got Ernie Reyes Jr. They've got Judith Hogue, who was April O'Neil. They had Brian Tochi, who was uh, Leonardo. And they have they have Leif Tilden, who not only was Donatello, but was one of the, like, the teenage, I forget his name, the like, from Dinosaurs. He was the suit actor for the, the for... teenage kid from Dinosaurs. Oh, yeah, Robbie. Yeah, Robbie, yeah. Man. I know. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. It's going to be a good con. But yeah, I think a panel like like having a surprise guest and and we're also surprised would be amazing. Would definitely be wild. Well, this is a three-hour podcast, uh, but it's good. We're, we're back with a bang, baby. <laughs> if they're going to go this long, it might just be one a month for me. But um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But no, I'm so glad that so many people asked us questions I really appreciate all of our listeners. We we all appreciate you guys. Just happy to be back. Happy to put out some new content. You know, it's been a slow couple months for Power Rangers news. And it just feels like the past month, things have been kicking off with like more lightning collection and, and the comics and what happened at San Diego Comic-Con. We'll definitely talk about Power Week. Whatever happens during Power Week, we'll probably do a summary of, of that and you know, talk about all the news coming out from Power Week. So who knows, like us harping on, oh, they, they haven't hyped anything up. Yeah, we may eat our words. I hope that I do. Yeah, exactly. I genuinely hope that I do. Yeah. I would love to be proven wrong on that. <laughs> Please prove us wrong, Hasbro. Hasbro, we are begging you to prove us wrong. Shut us yes. up. Yes. Let's stop the complaining. Like, I'd love for us to be hyped for the 30th anniversary, whatever happens. But I think that about does it. Once again, thank you to everyone who congratulated Teresa and I on the baby. We really appreciate it. Uh, little RJ is healthy. He's happy. We're doing our best. And uh, we really appreciate all the love and support. And thank you guys for all of our listeners for your patience as we were on hiatus. We rarely take hiatuses. And I think the last time we took any significant break is... When I got married to Teresa, I think we took a month off. But, you know, other than that, we've been pretty consistent. And I just appreciate all the support as I kind of stumble my way through fatherhood and, and parenthood and figure out a schedule where, you know, I can balance work and sleep and, and, and podcasting. But we'll get there. And obviously, I, I appreciate Zach and AP for sticking by me through all of this and yeah just really happy to release a, a new episode of ranger command I, I i'm really excited yeah me too yeah we're glad to be back glad to be back yeah 100 percent. and obviously no matter what happens for 
Power Rangers in, in their 30th anniversary. We'll keep podcasting, you know, whatever developments happen, we'll talk about it. We may not be the, the original Power Rangers podcast, but I hope we're your go-to Power Rangers podcast. So, uh, Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. Over at rangercommand.com, you, we have a listener survey which you can take. Uh, let us know how we're doing. Uh, we also have a contact form if you want to reach out to us. We've been having more people reach out to us through our contact us, which can be a good or bad thing, but um, you know, mainly good. Um, we love to hear what you guys think of the show. Definitely rate us on with, if you listen to us through iTunes, give us a, a five-star review or whatever you think is appropriate. Uh, we'd love to hear your comments as well as uh, pod chaser, which is also linked on our site. Uh, give us a review through there and any feedback we get is appreciated. And we always take uh, feedback seriously Unless you're a spammer or asking about some interview that has nothing to do with Power Rangers, then um, we'll just file that in spam. <laughs> but otherwise, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Ranger Command PH and on Instagram and Facebook at Ranger Command Power Hour. All one word. AP, where can people find you if they want to reach out to you? They can find me on Twitter at Secret Ranger Fan. Nice. Zach, where can people find you? What are you up to? What are you doing? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Zach Lavoie. Uh, they can also check out every Monday night we do a live stream D&D game called Seorian Chronicles over on Twitch. One of our regular players is one Mr. David Fielding, a.k.a. Zordon. And I know we've been having a ton of fun with his character. He's got this really creepy... He plays a witch. And Ooh. in this game, witches can have familiars as, like, companions that go out and, like, can do stuff. And his familiar is this creepy, ghostly child. Oh, that's creepy. It's super creepy. And David's been having a blast playing it. And we've been having a blast, like, watching him play it and have this ghost child do creepy shit. That's honestly amazing. That's really cool. So yeah, definitely check that out. We'll have uh, links in our show notes. And then uh, if anyone wants to reach out to me, I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at TrekkieB47. You can also find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash TrekkieB47. Haven't been the most active on there, but I, I did do a lunchtime gaming for the first time in a couple months, uh, a couple weeks back, and that was a lot of fun. So going to find time to do more streaming at some point, but just be patient with me, especially for for content creation and and for the podcast because yeah i'm 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 raising a little dude and uh i just want to make sure that you know he has the best life possible so once again really really thank you to all of our listeners who especially the people that have commented here uh with the congratulations really means the world to us so look out later this month because uh definitely gonna uh try to get that interview with melissa flores and i want zach and ap on that i just want to hang out with melissa and talk about cool things and uh that should be a lot of fun so i need to uh, apologize to her for when i repeatedly killed her on uh among us <laughs> oh, God. i was just thinking about that night we all played yeah. <laughs> I, I almost I forgot about apologies. that <laughs> oh my god i almost forgot about that that was crazy oh man 
the well, AP apology tour. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you on the next Ranger Command Power Hour. Later, everyone. Bye. Bye You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphin Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at RangerCommandPH. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at Ranger Command Power Hour. Ranger Command is also on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks for listening.